This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Stephen Bolander. He, after receiving his MBA from Stanford, he worked in sales at IBM, HP, and Google, where he was Google Enterprise's top sales executive in 2009. In 2012, he founded Badger Maps, the number one sales app in the Apple App Store, which helps field salespeople be more successful. Stephen, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. Let's do it. All right. So we had you on back in episode. Okay. I don't remember what the episode was, but we had you on about uh, a little less than a year ago. So about nine or 10 months ago, uh, the company was healthy. You told us it was founded in 2012. For those not familiar, tell us what the company does and how you make money. So, uh, well, first I'm, I'm Steven Benson. My, uh, my, the person that does my PR is Anna Bolander. So we, we, you, you merged our names there. That's <laughs> hey, uh, just to be clear, that was not my fault. That is what she put in, in the, in the name category or he put in, in the name categories. That was not me. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, she, she probably, uh, yeah. How many times do you fill out the last name form in your life? So her first name was Steven and then she was like, Oh, Bolander. Well, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm Steven Benson. Steven but- Benson. Very good. Yeah, that's just, that's amazing. I'm, I'm going to give her some crap for that. Do one. it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, so so what was the question? I, yeah. So I'm, tell uh, us. Yeah. So that was we had you on back in episode five five nine at nathanmichael.com forward slash the top five five nine. So for people not familiar with Badger or they missed that episode, what do you do and what's your business model? How do you make money? So well, what Badger does is we help field salespeople. Um, we we have a variety of of things in our solution that help. Uh, outside or field salespeople do their job more effectively. Things like finding new leads, um, building routes for them, helping them with, figure out their schedule for the day when they're in the field. And, and for those of you that don't know, a field is kind of industry, industry jargon. A field or an outside salesperson is a salesperson that meets face-to-face with, uh, with their customers. So often they're going to their customers to, to talk to them about their products, et cetera. Makes good sense. And what's your revenue model? Is it pure SaaS? Yeah, it's it's pure SaaS, so it's a it's nine or thirty five or uh, seventy four dollars a month, uh, depending on which version of the product you you want to get, and uh, kind of a a personal line, a business line, an enterprise line, and uh, and and so it's a relatively inexpensive product. I mean, it's monthly. You can get it annually too for a discount. What's, um, what's the average customer paying per month? If I forced you just to focus in there. Um, average customer is in the business plan. So it's a $35 a month plan. Okay. Got it. And, um, you, obviously you told us last time you started the company back in 2012. Uh, what's the company today in terms of team size? Uh, about 55 people. Okay. And how are you like break down the 55 for me? Are they, uh, where are they based and what are their roles typically? Um, so there's, uh, well, I guess in in a company of this nature, you're either making the stuff, or you're selling and marketing the stuff, or you're supporting those two activities. So, um, a bunch of them are in engineering. Uh, How many? A bunch of them, uh, probably probably twelve or so in engineering, and uh, and then 
there's uh, there's a, bu- a bunch in sales, probably I don't know twenty ish in sales, a bunch in marketing, um, maybe ten I don't know, and then there's things like HR and PR, uh, like Anna, the person that you were coordinating with, PR. Um, and uh, why yeah, do you I mean, have why like, do you, why so many salespeople? This is a low price point. Uh, even on an annual contract value, it's hard to put touch on that price point. What are they doing? Well, I mean, so it, it's it's cheap for one person, but if you had a team of a hundred, it becomes an enterprise type deal, right? So it 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 it's worth having field salespeople or salespeople working with uh, working with our customers directly to make them successful and you know and get their questions answered, get them in a get them in a trial and kind of walk them through a trial, make sure they they get the most out of their time with the product and, and see how it can help them. Yeah. But I imagine you can't put touch on every free trial. So what kinds of things are you doing upfront to qualify the leads to figure out who to put those sales reps on? Cause if, if that one $35 a month seat doesn't upgrade, you can start to go negative in terms of it return on that customer fairly quickly. Well, we actually, we try to touch everyone and, and, uh, and, and you're right. I mean, the, by, by the book, it doesn't return much if we do, but because we, because it's relatively quick and, and short sales cycle, there's not a ton of touch on it. What's the sales cycle? How many months typically? Oh, uh, it's three weeks for, oh, wow. okay. uh, for, for an individual person, you know, two to three weeks for an, for an individual and a, and a company can be anything. I mean, we've had companies, I mean, I was just meeting with a big company the other day, uh, that I, that I flew to meet with and they have 2000 sales reps and, you know, they've been kicking the tires for a year and a half. Right. But so, so a big company is going to, they, they take longer to, to make decisions often, but we've also, we've had big companies decide within a month that they, that they want to get this for their whole sales team. So it really, it, it kind of depends, but it, we do reach out to even a, just someone who looks like a single seat deal. We'll at least reach out to them and, and, and ask them if they have questions about how to, how to use the product. You know, we'll set it up for them, get them successful. That call usually takes 20 minutes or so. And, uh, even 15 minutes. And, and so it's not that big of an investment. And if, if they buy an annual pro, a product that's worth 420 bucks a year, it's worth the salesperson's time to, to get them on the phone and, and walk them through that. Okay, Top Drive, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. You were a salesperson and it sounds like a top tier salesperson before you started this. How have you structured your sales team's comp? Is it typical kind of a base plus commission? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's typical. We, uh, the, because it's a it's a small price point, it's more of a team based model, and uh, and it's and it's just it's it's a more of just a, more of a salary, and the the team, and it's also I mean we're a small team at this point, obviously, so it's more 
as a group we're we're eating what we kill, but we have a it's very it's a very different feel than a lot of other sales organizations. Well, tell us how you do it. Uh, I'm curious. So the uh, in most sales organizations, everyone's very much on their own, and, and you know it, it's kind of a a lot of times you even see people really you know, account-based marketing and in that world, especially you'll see a salesperson really generating their own leads often, or at least most of their own leads. And, uh, and then really working independently, closing the deal. And, and then, uh, and then they reap the, the kind of the, the reward of the deal, I guess you would say the commission on it. In our case, we, we really have marketing and sales working very close together and, uh, and then sales and customer success working very closely together. So people are kind of grouped off uh, into pods that can kind of manage that customer's whole uh, onboarding life cycle, and and that's that's kind of the. So just to be it's, clear, it's, sorry, just because I don't I want to spend too much time on this. There all there is no there is no variable reward here. It is a fixed salary. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a salaried role. Even even so, all all these roles are salaried roles, including the sales role. No no variable upside if if there's no quotas anything like that. Well, I mean, you could say that. You know, stock is a variable upside. So the the success of the company and every, everyone is a is an owner in the oh, company. That's great. That's the, rare. The, yeah, it's a, it, and I, be, I believe that's the right thing to do. Um, so it's we have a really uh, we have a really team, uh, very much have a team approach to this, and and everyone's kind of on the same team, rowing in the same boat, and they behave that way. And I and I and I think we all feel that way that we're and the company is early enough. I, I don't know if that scales. I don't know if you do that when you have 250 people at a company, but it, it works for us right now. What are you at now today? Like today, in terms of customers, um, we probably have like. 5,500 customers. Yeah. Last time we spoke again, just a few months ago, you said about 4,000. So 5,500 customers. And you told us 2016 revenue last time we spoke was, I think, did you say, I think you told me 1.2 million and MRR was around 140. How have you grown year over year? Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're basically, uh, I guess we're, I think we're around doubling, maybe 80% growth rate year over year. Okay. That's really healthy. Where we've kind of been coming in at. So again, nine months so ago, been, you were like 140 in MRR. So what do you, you're past 200 now at this point? Um, I think we're, let me, uh, let me see exactly where we're at right now, but I don't know if we're at, well, I guess the, when did we talk? We talked in February, March, it was, like or it was very, or it was actually late, late 2016. Like it was, the episode was published January 4th, 2017. Okay. So yeah, we were probably, yeah, we were at like 130, 140 then. And now we're at like probably 180, 190. Yep. That's great. That's great. And what are you, um, um, have you still 125 into the company in terms of capital raise or have you raised additional capital? Um, we did raise a little bit more capital, nothing much. We, we did another debt round, um, with the same people we did the original one for another, like, what do we do? Like 320 K. Okay. And why do, uh, I mean, like, is you mean like can a convertible note or like true debt? They don't, it's not true debt. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not convertible. It's a, it's a true, true debt play. Okay. So, so 125 plus call it 300. You're in for about 420, 450, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 450 ish. Got it. Why'd you make that decision to strap the company with debt instead of dil- being diluted? Um, because it's growing fast in terms of revenue, so we can we can shoulder it pretty easy. And the the company we did it with, uh, it's a five year payback period, so 
given our growth rate, you know, paying back 450, 450 grand over five years, uh, it's, it's not, it's a, it's a, it's pretty cheap money. You could pay it uh, out of your profits is what you're saying. Exactly. And like, I mean, you know, a month and a half of, of, uh, MRR growth pays for the thing forever. So it's really, it's, it's not that big of a loan. Yep. What was it? What's the interest rate? Mm, probably like 19% ish. Okay. 20%. And any, com- like it, any covenants? It's tricky because it, uh, no, very few covenants. It's with a, it, it's with, for people that are interested in this sort of thing, it's with a company called Lighter Capital. Oh yeah. They yeah. Have, I love those guys. They're kind of in between venture and, and yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. It's, it's a nice product. It's a, it's a great product for companies that throw off cash, right? So if, if, if you have a, if you have a, a nice MRR and a growing MRR. It's a it's a nice way to raise money. Obviously, it wouldn't be a good fit if you're you know a, a, for a lot of companies that don't that are capital hungry but but don't bring in a lot of a lot of uh, revenue. It, it's that wouldn't be a good fit. But for us, it was a good fit. That makes good sense. Uh, churn. Uh, what is it at? Would you say monthly logo churn? Mm, probably like three percent. So it's pretty low. Yeah, you said three point three last time, so maybe it's flat or coming, even getting a little bit better. Yeah, I think it's it's been drifting down. So, and are you but, still paying about three hundred bucks to acquire a customer? Um, I'm not sure exactly. It depends. It depends which channel, uh, which is probably what I said last time. But <laughs> I mean, some channels are expensive. Is expensive to acquire them. Give me some an, channels give me an average, are very though. cheap. Like if you take total amount spent last month and then total new customers that spend drove, what would it come to? I mean, I guess it depends what you include in the spent, like do the people that we pay to do the marketing. Yeah. Give me, so give me their salary. Yeah. Give me non-weighted, which is just your paid spend. And then I'm curious if fully weighted is probably drastically higher with the 20 person sales team. Yeah. That, that's the thing. I mean, if you count the salaries and the, the marketing people, the salespeople, then it would be, then it's, you know, pretty expensive. If you don't count those, then it's very what's, cheap. What's pretty expensive? Um, I, I don't know the numbers exactly. I'd have to run. Like I, it's, that's not really how I think about it. How do you think about it? Um, well, I basically think about it in terms of MRR growth and, you know, am I spending an amount of money that keeps the bank account in the, in the positive as opposed to the negative? So I, I kind of spend what I have, I guess, in terms of marketing and sales, you know, what I, what I, I spend what I have budgeted to work with it. Um, so like last month, what did you spend just on your paid channels? Would you say total? On that, I mean, probably, I mean, inc- well, including salaries or not including no, no, salary? No, just your paid channel, not including salaries. Oh, just paid channel? Oh, probably, probably 15 grand. Okay, got it. So fairly light. Again, your big thing here is you get a lot of word of mouth onboarding, you get some from paid, you get some from organic, but then you salespeople is the real expense. Salespeople, sales and marketing is the real, it, it, mostly sales really is the biz, biggest expense for the company. And and not to mention engineering, right? Like the that's the other half of the of the cost, right? That the what, what you pay engineers ends up being real expensive. And, and that's not marketing, but you kind of have to, th- uh, that's why I don't like coming up with numbers that are kind of like, oh, well, we're acquiring a customer for this much more when really there's all these, there, there, all of these expenses overall should be, that need to be looked at, right? To be competitive, we have to pay for this many engineers and, and we have, that's a part of the, I, I like looking at the business as a whole instead of, um, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Man. I'm part of what I'm trying to figure out here is like with 55 folks, if you paid them on average 60 grand a year, this isn't even usually most people would multiply by like 
an additional 20% on top of that in terms of full in, like you pay for a desk, you pay for health insurance, like other expenses. But even if we just say five grand per month times 55, I mean, that's 275 right there. And you said you're doing 180 in MRR. So, and you said you're cash flow positive. So something's wrong. So I'm just doing some math wrong there. Well, different, different customers pay for different periods of time. So you, you can't, you can't correlate MRR to cash flow. No, no. Your, your team size is 55. So I'm taking a very conservative salary of 60, you know, so that's a year. And so it's five grand per month times 55. Your headcount expense there would be 275 grand. You said right, you're, so, go ahead. But, but one, so my, my point is you can't correlate MRR to cash flow because cash flow, a lot of customers pay Oh, you're up pulling front. annual. Oh, got it, got it, got yeah. it. So, and you can, and some customers pay up front for multiple years. So you can, your, your cash flow is how much you are bringing in the door every month in terms of revenue. Got it. And that, that kind of determines what you have to play with on the marketing, the sales, the employing people side. So because of your ability to pull cash forward, you're doing obviously more than 180 because the 180 is you're, de- you're diver- de- deferring that revenue by 12 months or 24, depending on how long the contract was. Yeah. Well, I mean, MRR kind of pretends that everything is coming in monthly, monthly. Yeah. So, if, if, but that's not the case, right? That's unique. How have you been able to convince customers to pay for multi-year deals up front? Well, I mean, you give them a discount, and like how much? Twenty percent is the kind of the, the standard. If they're if they're gonna if they if they're gonna come in for a year at a time, we we knock twenty percent off the off the cost. So it's you know it's moving it from a forty-two dollar a month price to a thirty-five dollar or a it, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I think if people feel like this is something that's really useful to me and I'm going to be using it for, the, I mean, they wouldn't have started using it if they weren't going to use it for at least a year. So if you, if, if they are, if they, if they're like, yeah, I'm going to be using this in a year and you're like, Hey, you, you know, you get 20% off if you, if you buy it for a year. Yeah, how do you deliver that message though? Like, is that part of your salesperson script when they reach out Is an automated intercom pop up in the app? How do you deliver that message? Um, it's, it's the salespeople talk it through. So I guess, and this, this gets back to, you know, when you were like, oh, it's, it's so expensive to have salespeople talk, talk to each one of these people that are only giving you 420 bucks a year. It's like, yeah, but you know, if you, that's one of the benefits of having salespeople and having that personal touch is they can, they can have the message, Hey, you know, if you, so I'm not even sure how they're delivering this, but it's definitely in their scripts. We wrote it out. So it's like, yeah, you know, well, do you, do you think you're going to be using this for the next year? Okay, well, if if you think you're going to be using this for next year, you should probably take advantage of the twenty percent off that you can get if you buy annually. Yep, and pulls you know, it's like, forward, and, and, it's and especially, I, I think another thing that we do is we tell them what that how much they're going to save. Like we actually like do the math. Like we don't just say twenty twenty percent. We say, oh, and that's going to come out to. $75. So when last question here, before we wrap up with the famous five. So when lighter capital is analyzing whether or not to do a deal with you guys, uh, they're looking at cash flow, not kind of MRR. Is that accurate? Mm, I think a company like lighter is looking at both cash flow and MRR. They're, they're, they're looking at the whole business pretty carefully. I think when they, when they're determining what, what rate to give, to give one of their, to do a deal with, they're, they're looking at the, over, they're, they're evaluating your ability to pay them back and you're paying them based on revenue coming in, which is why it's hard to give. It's it's not perfect to say, oh, it's exactly this percentage in terms of the the loan cost because they're you're paying more if you're making more, less if you're making less. But they're they're looking at your they're looking at your bank statements basically and saying, well, you know, how much money is coming in the door, 
and what's their churn rate look like? They they know the right met. I mean, they they only work with SaaS businesses, so they really know the right metrics to look at and dig into to get a feel for are these people going to be able to service this loan or or and and how quickly are they going to be able to service this loan um or or are we gonna are are they going to go bankrupt because if they're going to go bankrupt we don't want to give them money obviously yeah well the second question is why do you even strap yourself with the debt in the first place what are you using that capital for you're obviously you have to grow faster than that 19 percent interest rate to make the capital worth it yeah yeah oh obviously the the uh I mean, that, that's a pretty low hurdle for a company growing as quickly as we are. Yeah, just um, tell me where you're spending it. Is it, is it. is it paid spend? Is it is it new employees? Is it something else? Well, I mean, I guess it's it's all of our costs, right? So we we wouldn't we we wouldn't have been able to hire as many salespeople without it. We wouldn't have been able to hire as many marketing people without it. We wouldn't have been able to hire as many engineers. We wouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to market, you know, paid marketing. So all, all that stuff, you know, everything we spend money on, basically, I wouldn't be able to buy as much, as much tea and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steven, good stuff. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. These are one word answers. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book? Uh, mm, that's a good question. Favorite business book? Just give me the last well, one you read. Um, I, I really like Predictable Revenue a lot. I, that's not the last one I read, but that, if that's that's a good place for people to start in terms of SaaS sales, which is kind of what I'm most passion, passionate about. So that that's a really good one. Um, Great. That's good. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, Jason Lemkin, I'd say, is the most influential CEO that that I follow. And he's not a he's not a CEO now. Well, actually, he kind of is a CEO, CEO again with his with his. Uh, he's more of a venture capitalist now, but he used to, he was the founder of EchoSign. Yep. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like QD scheduling? Favorite online tool is Gmail. Gmail. Okay. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Six. And six what's what's your situation? Mar- married, single? You have kids? Married, no kids. No kids. Right. I, I I do have a Pomeranian though. That, that counts. Count? It's half. <laughs> and how old are you, Stephen? Uh, 39. All right. Last question. Take us back 19 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? My 20 year old self. Um, Hmm. I wish that I knew when I was 20, that when you look at a career path, you should look for something that you enjoy, that you're good at, and there are jobs in. And by following following and going after the things that you enjoy and are good at and there's a job and you're going to have you you have a more rewarding career and you end up doing doing things that you are really passionate about and really interested in faster and sooner there you guys have it from steven founded badger maps back in 2012 after being a rockstar salesperson inside many organizations now they've got 55 people uh based all over the place churn is trending down three percent uh logo churn monthly uh they've increased mrr from 140 grand about nine months ago up to about 180 grand now so good growth best of all he's doing it look i would say he's really bootstrapped even though he's raised capital it's debt right so it's non-dilutive which i just think is wonderful and a great approach and a shout out to the ladder capital team for helping uh make that deal happen 35 ARPU is super healthy. He's able to pull that cash forward to put salespeople on them. Now, 5,500 customers using them so their field sales reps can stay on time and get more efficient. Steven, thank you for taking us to the top. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on here. Hey, uh, by the way, if any of your listeners want 20, uh, two months uh, free Badger, they can just mention this podcast and I'll have my, my sales reps do that. Come on, Steven. You got to give me a bit. You're a salesperson. You got to give me a stronger pitch than that. Like, what's the link? What do they go to and what code do they use or whatever? 
Well, they uh, just go to our website and sign up for a free trial, and then when you when you get one of our sales reps in the horn, just say, "Hey, I, I heard about this on this podcast," and they'll they'll hook. And they, Steve said he'd give me two months free, and they'll hook you up. Now you know when you see a big a big burst of new customers the day this goes live, I'm going to call you back up and go, Steve, sponsorship, a hundred grand a year, yes or no? Let's go. <laughs>